0: This is Warren Hayashi, president of Audion Asia Pacific, and you're listening to Audion's Behind the Figures podcast. Our guest for today's episode is Ahmed Dasoki, vice president of hotel technology at Acor Invest. Listen on to find out how Audion is partnering the world's leading hospitality group to cater to guest demands for digital experiences and to power seamless guest journeys in its properties worldwide. Hi, I'm Mark Rademacher, global head of hospitality at Audion. Ahmed and I will be chatting on the transformation of the hospitality industry, particularly how things have changed in Asia-Pacific. We're going to touch on some topics that are on the minds of many hospitality leaders, including how hotels can go low touch in a high touch environment using payments innovation and technology. Plus, as an added feature, a revolutionary check-in experience that's making guest journeys more seamless than ever. And our conversation will also uncover how hospitality brands can leverage customer insights and use technology for a long-term strategy moving forward. So let's get started. So Ahmed, great to have you here today. Thanks for joining the podcast.
1: Thanks, Mark. Thanks to having me today with you.
0: And for our listeners, um, just to give you a little bit of background, I had the opportunity to meet Ahmed in, I think it was around November 2018. I remember the meeting well because we had met in the afternoon and I remember going to the hotel A little bit before just to kind of understand and see. I often like to go to hotels around that peak time at checkout. You know, it's just busy and everybody's coming in and out. And I mean, for those who don't know the Swiss Hotel Fairmont where where Ahmed was working, it's a huge property. It's around over a thousand rooms. It's an intersection of business travelers, tourism, you've got cabin crews, you've got city guests, you've got conferences going on. It's it's, it's complete mayhem. But yet at 12 o'clock, I remember walking in and it was completely just silent, organized. You had these lines of uh, check-in kiosk or check-out kiosk for the guests to kind of expedite all of that. And it kind of like, you know, made me think this hotel's got something here. So that was my mindset before I met Ahmed. And I recalled a, a quote from the composer, um, Miles Davis, Ahmed, I don't know if you know him, but he had this great quote, which is said, you know, you have to learn the rules before you can break them and it's just a great quote which i love when i hear about innovation and when i think about your hotel and kind of what you did and this was a couple years ago now maybe you can give our listeners a little bit of insight into kind of where you learned the rules your background and when you started to learn to break them
1: thank you so much thank you so much for the introduction mark i will start first with um, uh, swiss hotel and fairmont before even i will talk about the experience and how i learned and also talking about not only Swiss but talk about Singapore in general. we' all knowing about the the path of Singapore. We need to be a smart nation. they thinking how they always become on the top and This is actually one of the things encouraging me to to think about it and i'm be honest i 'm lucky as well to meet with you when I met with you and I discussed, and I found uh, a lot which is i 'm going to speak about it later on about our relationship and uh, what we came uh, in, in the end as a successful project. But let me start, as I said, first for Swiss Hotel and Fairmont, as you said, it's a big complex. We are talking about more than 2000 rooms, massive operation, groups, mice, leisure, all kind of business. We have in that hotel, but at the same time, uh, hospitality in Singapore, they are facing a challenge, uh, which is manpower we don't have enough manpower to work on hospitality. So we always need to think what we can do. I I don't want to use think out of the box, but that's the reality. If we are not able to find alternative, uh, it will end up, the hotel will be stopped operation. I can say I'm lucky. I came on time where the both hotels going for renovation. So it was like, how we can say that it was a great opportunity to give you all the success. And if, if we use the right way, we thought about it. How we go for the automation? We thought about what meaning of increasing productivity in support with the direction, as I said, from the government to be very specific with STB, Singapore Tourism Board. They supporting the ideas of okay, let's go for automation. But now, thinking about automation is not a simple word. Not only because we are talking about technical or talk about uh, IT point. No, because also the. Automation need people to get used to work with automation. Just to be uh, clear, even if you have the perfect system and you don't have customer to be comfortable to work with, with such technology, it's considered zero. So this is, this is what I call it the most difficult thing. You want to make something super easy in front of the guest and become super complicated on the back end. And that's where we spend approximately a year and a half to come up with the first automation, full automation using facial recognition. I want to say in the world, but I will be enough to say it is the first in Singapore.
0: So Ahmed, give us a sense of the timeline. When when did this renovation take place? And when did you have this
1: opportunity to restart? We're talking pre-2018, right? That's correct. We started first with Swiss Hotel and that was in 2017. And actually, I joined these two hotels in 2017 before I used to be uh, also leading the innovation and the technology in Dubai in one of our properties in Dubai, which is still under the umbrella of um, during the time it was uh, FRHI. And then I moved in 2017 and since I came, there was a lot of renovation are happening It's not only in Fairmont and Swiss Hotel, but also it was in Raffles. So, um, yes, you are absolutely right. I, I joined January 2017. After 10 days from joining, okay, this is the file, we're going to start the renovation. So it was like a very fast movement.
0: Obviously, you should get credit for some of the innovation that happened, which is really much more common now, right? As we sort of see the need for digital transformation from COVID. But let's be honest, I mean, a lot of that you had already had in your mind prior to that. Obviously, COVID in many cases for hotels, Uh, they saw the need to to have that digital transformation. Can you touch a little bit about that? I'd love to hear your thoughts around where you see digital transformation going, how COVID impacted that in your hotel. It sounds like you were well-placed and prepared for that, and I imagine that there were a lot of hoteliers around the world asking for your input to seek a similar solution for their guests
1: absolutely basically as we always say the old uh, view for the it is uh, technical support so that's which is still part from the it job when we started we start thinking about it's not only do one part for our job actually which is a technical support we can innovate we can think we can think out of the box we are trying to help the operation and uh, that's exactly what happened by time when COVID came, and you can see that amount of demand. It's happening right now in the technology and transformation, and even you and me, we are doing right now the broadcast via what? Like uh, you see the demand right now in the, the technology.
0: And let's talk about the game-changing H Butler check-in experience that's kickstarted our partnership.
1: We were thinking ahead during that time how we can make everyone use the technology to make our life easy and more achievable let's call it let's call it that way and also the demand of using the phone and the mobiles it's keep increasing rapidly uh, that's also we were thinking okay and we need to go uh, read out of normal traditional computers laptops and all of these things to make the customer uh, to have everything on their fingertips so like they can check in same like the airlines what is the difference between Airlines and hotels. It's actually a, a willing of having everything up to date or advanced. So we captured the idea. Like if you talk specifically about the what we have done during COVID and why also we came up with one of the most brilliant idea, the contactless solution. We even start thinking about this before COVID. It was a part two or phase two of the automated check-in because we learned our customer teach us what we need. Like when they start using in Swiss Hotel the automated check-in, they saying it would be great if we have this even before we arrive. Then we said, yeah, it's a brilliant idea. Why we have to wait for the customer to come to the hotel and start doing the check-in even from their own side and they even spend some time in the front desk until they get all the process done. Why we cannot make them do it before they arrive or then? They just only need to do one step, maybe one or two steps inside the hotel and done. Everything is done. So easy for the hotel, easy for the customer, and both sides are happy. So
0: do the guests need to download an app or is, is, there, is there added instructions that they need to do to before they arrive at the property?
1: Thank you so much for asking this question. So basically, if we will go that path, I believe customer will not go in to do it because there is a lot of apps right now. And in every action the customer need to download an app, I believe this is not going to be uh, helpful. Uh, we have enough apps on our phones. So no, we are we also change uh, this method and we think also to play it differently. No need to download any app. It's just a link, web link, two, three, four steps maximum, and you check them. Very simple and you're not even required any kind of instruction or hence, it's very simple. Next, 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 you are done.
0: So that works for Singapore and you have a good product there that you have put in place. But how could other hotels, as an example, be able to leverage that experience? Because I would imagine that regulation and other things when you are identifying certain individuals who will stay at the hotel, obviously there's payment concerns as well. How did you overcome some of those obstacles?
1: Using uh, and dealing with a, a company, same as ADIAN, it, it makes our our life easy. And I'll be very honest on this. ADIAN help us so much with their innovation as well and their latest technology to calibrate with what exactly our needs to make this easy. So you actually um, ask it two questions. One is the country regulation and one related to the payment country regulation. If we talk about Singapore here, yes, there is a lot of uh, regulations. We must comply, and this is very, very important to have it inside our system. While in other countries, in Europe in specifically, may this regulation is not going to be the same. And the good thing about our system is fully customized based on country, based on the hotel needs. So it's not like a, a fixed template you must use. And no, it's not actually that way. We are able to make it with the way to make it fully customized. Talking about the second part, which is the payment, then I have to back to uh, the first time we met, and this is a very important uh, point to discuss, where you start presenting your system uh, and you open the door of what is meaning of innovation for payment as well. So it's not only uh, hotels or this. No, you are also ahead of the game, and it was easy to plug and play your system in within our uh, contactless, and it works. And it works in very smoothly and. Uh, harmony way with our product. So it was successful. And the story here, it becomes successful because we are actually partnership together on this. And we also show things is not being existed before, such as like we can give multiple types of payments, regardless what card the customer are use. Also, we, we give a opportunity to differentiate between debit card and credit card, which you used before is not going to be the case. Those kind of things, it make us uh, have a a brilliant system as a one package to present ourselves that we are the most innovative in front or uh, compare the other players in the market. We change the game even as a hospitality to start to produce product from their side instead of they are waiting, someone coming from outside to come to them and saying, hey, okay, I have this product, do you want to try or no? We actually now... Look to the game differently,
0: yeah, that's fantastic. and I remember having a conversation with one of the GMs of the hotels that are using your contactless guest journey, and I asked him well, how is it going? you know, and he paused and he said. I think it's okay. Like he goes, I don't hear anything. So that means there's no problem. So I think things are working well, which of course is good news for us because we definitely want to be in the background to help support that. And that's optimally what you want is not something that breaks. So as long as it's smooth and things are seamless, that's really ideal for us. On the topic of GMs, did that take some convincing? Because you work with some extremely luxury hotels, right? These are iconic brands in many cases. And I have to think there was maybe some concerns around, can we offer a low-touch experience in a high-touch environment, right? And you have hotels that sort of embody what we think of as, as luxury travel, and they have guests arriving that they may not have that ability to interact with. Tell us a little bit about like, was that a convincing process? And, and what has been the, the results
1: and outcome that you've seen so far? Mark, it, it's really surprising me. You know so much about hospitality. It looks like I know what is your future. Maybe will <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> no, you only change it. Thanks. No, you're absolutely right. Basically, we normally focus on technology. We always look for the technology and mid-scale brands, uh, economy brands. That's where the, the customer is not focused that much about the customer touch. What I'm saying is mainly the focus on the mid-scale uh, into the room itself, uh, the customer need to go, they have a business and so on. While in the luxury side, it's more about uh, a human touch. Uh, surfaces it determine how we really to make the, our customer satisfied and so on. So we always say that we, in luxury we use less technology, in economy we use less technology, especially in front of the customer. But now it's not like this anymore. Now we are giving a technology in the luxury and we segregate it down to economy. Because the customer in the luxury as well, there needs change now we can see the customer sometimes he don't want to meet anyone in the hotel he want to have everything requested by their phone they want to order from their phone they want to uh, submit the request in their phone they want to check in from their phone and whenever they face a challenge they want to call the colleague or they want to call one of the employees but basically they want to be kind of contactless i want to go to the room i don't want to talk to anyone I just need to be focused on this, unless they are looking for a specific surface where the technology is not able to provide. And that's exactly where, when we create this system, we've been very careful on how we treat our customer. And you are absolutely right. We have that system up and running in very iconic hotels one of the top luxury hotels in the company. We used it also now in mid-scale, we use it in luxury. So we use it in different segments and the feedback it's coming right now is great. And again, back to the main uh, point I have highlighted about this system is not a fixed system or a fixed template. It's customized based on the customer needs. And also it gave opportunity to, and I have to say this again about Adian. it gave opportunity to uh, the hoteliers, to see also the revolution and innovation in the payment as well, because we we always talking about the customer, but we didn't uh, go to one of the big important point which is the back office. Yeah, customer is important for us, but also operation, it's super important. Your system in the back end, let's call it that way, the contactless in the back end, it's even easier. So that, that our colleagues will be able to see all, the transactions they will be able to uh, do the chickens. They'll be able to monitor the health of the system. They were all automation. We also increasing all the the productivity here. So it's not required additional work on the back end because in front of the customer is going well. Then we put all the workload to the back office. No, actually it's not. Same as it's easy uh, to the customer. Same as easy to operation. It's complicated as a system itself for programming part. That's where so far, no one yet able to do exactly the same smooth operation as we've done.
0: So if I hear you right, you've definitely seen luxury hotels being able to offer more different types of guest journeys because you may have the guest that still wants to have that interaction at the front desk. But like you said, you'll have the other guests who came off a 12 hour flight like you did recently and just want to just go to your room and take a shower. And so that gives you that flexibility, which is great. And do you think that as we see technology try to keep up or we keeping up with technology rather, what will happen in the future? Obviously, I think this is here to stay. I think we've seen that guests love this experience, Um, but what do you sort of envision around that? And maybe we can get a sort of a peek under the hood in terms of what your, your thought process is around how you want to evolve this product in the next couple of years to come.
1: Hotels before used to compete each other, or let me call it that way, seeing their segment based on the services they are provided in terms of uh, stars. Like we call it like this, hotel stars, hotel luxury. Hotelers. Actually now, one of the key elements going to be is what technologies they are offering. And this is something it become now super important what TV you have and what channels you are actually producing. Is capable to interface with your phone, yes or no? Is uh, I'm able right now to order from my phone, yes or no? Right now, if I uh, need to reserve a slot on the swimming pool, I am able to do it from my phone, yes or no? If I need to buy a voucher, digital voucher, can I do from my phone or no? All of the things right now, you find technology needs to be involved. Moving forward, it maybe will be this is how our life will going to be. Same like before, who can expect it, that the customer will do the check in from the phone. Now it become a usual.
0: Now, that's perfect and you talk about stars i think that's great and i think you know at Adyen we we love to support um innovation as, as you know in a way being that hidden star right to help you get and achieve the goals that you want so we're really excited about that i'm thrilled to kind of see your path and hopefully be along for the ride and we definitely see a you know a very cooperative relationship and i think that's fantastic this has been Really great for our listeners. You know, you've really hit on a lot of the key points. I'm very excited about where the future lies, Ahmed. And yeah, let's carry on and help innovate the industry. Okay, Ahmed, one last question before you go. If you were in a room of other hotel industry leaders, what would be one sort of payment-related advice you'd be able to offer them?
1: Well, I have to tell you, one of the things all hospitality leaders need to think about is no need to focus on a part of any solutions. Like, I want to give examples. So maybe we face a challenge as of today for something related e-commerce. So we focus to have a module of e-commerce. Then maybe tomorrow I have an issue on POS. Then I need to focus on POS. But what I'm trying to say here is there is multiple players on the market. They are proposing all-in-one in in a payment uh, industry. I I think, same like what ad and are doing right now. We need to focus on a package, one package or one solution provide all what we need in one interface. Not necessarily, you may not not require to use it as of today, but when you want it in the future, it's just like click, one one click, one one mark, and I'm ready. Instead after this, oh, okay, in order to go for this, I need to change the payment again. And then after two or three uh, more years, we miss this and I need to change the payment again and again and again and again and again. So, We need to, uh, as leaders right now, we need to think with a short and long term strategy. And this is one of the things it's become now very important with the payment industry as well.
0: Perfect. Thanks, Ahmed. You're ending off on a great note. Thank you so much for your time. It's been really great learning more about your journey. I think it's safe to say, you know, we we love the innovation that you've been doing. And we really look forward to seeing what is under the hood, what's in the future, and hopefully being a part of that. So thanks for your time today. And uh, I'm sure we'll be catching up soon. Thanks.
1: Thank you so much, Mohamed. And I'm looking forward for more success story together and looking forward for our next project.
0: You've been listening to audience Behind the Figures podcast. We look forward to sharing more business stories with you. Be sure to follow and subscribe to get the latest updates.